let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Podcast, 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 podcast. Moon. I'm going to drive it to the moon with a song right off the bat. Drive it. Dude, I, I can't do the humming part, though, but it would be like, boom, pa, boom, pa. And then I get guitar, guitars like, ding, 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 ding. Remember how that part goes, uh-huh. all right? Yeah. Ding, uh, boom, pa, boom, pa, boom, pa, boom, pa, See, you, you got it. Oh, and then the guy would start singing, and then he would just come in with that fucking sick lyric, dude, you know? Just boom, pa. Boom pa, boom boom Take me down to the fucking bug city where the bugs ain't pretty and the bugs ain't pretty. <laughs> oh, won't you please take me home? Oh, yeah. Take us down to the fucking bug city where the bugs are big and they sure ain't pretty. Oh, won't you please take me home? Oh, yeah. Man, I can damn but my murmur. So, anyway, you know what I'm trying to do. Can you even hum the first couple lines of that song? The guitar thing? Bing ding 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 There's no reason to do it when you're doing that. There's no Ding 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 I don't know how the fuck it's You know Paradise City by Guns N' Roses? What? Ding, no. ding, 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 <laughs> ding, not, ding, it's, ding. It's Bug City, dude. What the fuck are you talking Bug about? City. Take us down to the fucking Bug City. <laughs> I like the fucking Bug City. I had to make it fit. <laughs> uh, you know, shame on you for for hitting so many of those same lyrics again and again and not once squeezing in the word titty. Oh, you could. Well, the bugs and the bunch of the titty. Oh, won't you please take me home, bugs? Oh, bug. <laughs> hey, guys, you know what we do. It's your boy, and I'm here again with my boy. Wait a minute, what the shit? I'm, I'm Andy Diaz. I'm a boy. I'm here with my boy. His name is Gabe Martinez. I'm a boy. What the shit? The Off Bug City. The rails, Bugs. Axel Rose, eat a dick. Anyway, you guys. <laughs> Together, we are a podcast called Who Let You Watch That? We are the only podcast that is reliving the trauma of youth every single other week with you talking about sucking in the middle of it, you guys. You know what we do. That's what we do every week. Uh, Every week, nonstop, all the time. Dude, (laughs) that's what we do, man. This is the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Uh, We continue to get more listeners every week, and we really love you. So thank you. We appreciate that. We love you guys so much, you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you every week. Uh, we got a we got a we got an interesting one today, you guys. We are going to get we are going to get serious, and we're going to talk about some serious matters, but not serious matters. Serious matters. We're not talking about Eminem tonight, or maybe we will. I, I'm that was my new business, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen your nights, uh, your notes, but we're we're uh, <laughs> or my nuts or your nuts, but I sure want to in this room. <laughs> it is a, it is a hot one. Uh We'll shower after this to get it all get all showered together. Yeah, we'll shower to get it all showered together. I don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but you know what we're talking about, you guys. We're doing a special episode today, you guys. It's still going to be a fun one, but we got seriousness scattered throughout this episode, you guys. But before we get into, I guess, my serious business, I'm going to throw it to my buddy Gabe and see if he has anything serious and if he wants to talk about the new Marshall Mathers LP. <laughs> uh, what I will say is, so my new business, yeah, it's Eminem related. Um you know, Eminem is incredible. He's really good. 
Everybody should be listening to Eminem, Marshall Mathers, whatever you want to call him. He's good. He's Slim Shady. Slim Shady. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. I actually, um, <clears throat> you know, TikTok and Reels and all that stuff. Um, a lot of people use you know clips of music. I'm, yeah, I'm talking as an old man would, because uh, everyone of course knows that. But they use. It's either Rap God or Godzilla. Yeah. I think it's Godzilla when he says the thing at the end, and it's like the fastest rapping like ever. And it's like the like, egg singing it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like insanely yeah. fast and like doesn't take a breath, and he says a million words. Yeah. You know, he doesn't need me shouting him out, but you know, good job, dude. Eminem, you're a really good rapper, dude. I love it, man. That's my new business. Is Eminem's a good rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Gaby Martinez. Finger on the pulse, dude. Look out for this new up and comer. They call me Magic Eight Ball because I just see the future, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem, this kid's going places. Man, the only time that I could think of an eight ball is when um, on the fucking Seinfeld show there was that guy Putty. Oh, with he, the jacket. He had the jacket. <laughs> call me the call me the eight ball. Whatever I think eight ball, I think of that stupid motherfucker, Patrick Warburton. May he rest in peace. <laughs> we love you. We love you, Patrick. Be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your new business, dude? All right, you guys. So we are, we are shifting gears for just a second, you guys. I'm gonna. I'm. Uh, that's the curtain opening, or was that the door opening? I mean, it sounded like a door, but uh, I've I've known some pretty rusty hinged curtains. Oh, there you go. There we are. So that's the curtain opening. I'm taking you guys behind the curtain right now. Um, something that we do on this podcast is that we talk about the trauma of youth and everything, you guys. Um, with this podcast, you guys, um, I've tried, I've, I've, I've very well, and I know Gabe has done it. I've treated it almost as my own personal, um, therapy session. A lot of the time, it's good to, it's good to talk about things. It's good to talk about it with you guys. It's, 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 I don't know. It's therapeutic. So in my own personal life, I've had a lot of tragedy recently. Um, gosh, how much do I get into it? It, it could be a whole podcast just about the trauma that I've experienced recently. But I have had um, a lot of um, people. People have died in my family recently. So my mother has passed very recently, and then unfortunately and tragically, not too long ago, my younger brother um, he he passed away. Not too long, very 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 quickly after my mom passed away. So um, what I'm doing with this episode and kind of with this podcast, you guys, is even everything kind of from the very first episode from. Robocop to Bloodsport to House Party. So many of these episodes have been about um, my younger brother Raymond and kind of the the childhood that we had together. So kind of in that, you guys, um, with these tragedies that I've experienced so far and recently in my life, see, I'm trying not to get all choked up professionalism, <laughs> but I am a strong man and strong men cry. Yeah. Um. So with um this podcast though, it is something that I don't know. They they talk about like I don't know. I don't know who said it. Somebody said it. We're like, um, you are alive until people stop saying your name. I forgot who said that. I don't know. Robin Williams said it. Yeah. It's also like the sentiment in Coco. Oh yeah, it's in Coco. Yeah. That that works. We're Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no big old Brazilian booties in it. Yeah. But there's no giant greased asses in Coco, but, <laughs> but there's no robots either. I know. It's a bad analogy, <laughs> but it is what we're talking about. <laughs> um. So kind of with that and the memory of my younger brother, um, I don't know. 
this podcast in many ways gives me, I don't know, a lot of joy because why he may be gone. Dude, I can go back and listen to all these episodes where all I do is I talk about me and my brother, you know, playing Robocop or trying to <laughs> rip out each other's throats and, <laughs> yeah. and um, these sorts of things. So in a lot of ways, I'm sorry, Gabe, but for me, and I'm sorry to have turned it into it because it's supposed to be a fun podcast where we just relive the trauma of youth. Right. I've in somehow, some way transformed our lovely podcast into a weird love letter to my childhood and my family. And now that's kind of what it is for me. Yeah. If you want to continue to do it that way too, um, <laughs> I mean, you, you, the podcast is ever growing and ever changing Yeah, in that. Um, so I don't know. So that's kind of my new business is the fact that, Hey, Life is tough hard and, and hard a lot of the times. And we're going to talk, actually, this is a this is a special episode because what we're going to do is one of the last times that I saw my brother, uh, I was <laughs> I was promoting the podcast as a good podcast host does. <laughs> you you gotta, sure did. You got to get the name out there, you guys. You got to talk about it. Um, I, I shared this podcast and I'd always ask him, like, what, what, po- what movie would you want to do on it? Because my brother... Um, my brother Raymond Diaz. If you search his name in like Apple and stuff, he's uh, he's done a lot of podcasts where he talks about um, his experience in the army and his experience uh, coming back to civilian civilian life and his troubles with PTSD and things like that. So you can listen to all his stories. And I was like, ah, oh, brother, you should come on our podcast someday. And the thing that he wanted to do is the episode that we're going to do tonight, kind yep. of like a, a little tribute. Yeah. So I'm not going to give away what it is. So we don't have. I don't know. We've had a seance before and had <laughs> people in the room. We're not going to do that, mainly because it didn't work, you know, so we, we've already proven that yeah. it doesn't work. Uh, but with that, I don't know. We're going we're gonna to do this movie kind of for that. I'm going to share the story and the trauma of his youth with this movie the best way that I can, and then we're going to talk about a super fun movie. It's going to be a good episode, I think. What do you think? I think so. I think so, Andy. Um, cool. Th- this is definitely going to be a fun one. We promise... Uh, extensive notes and dick jokes aplenty. Oh yeah! So don't you worry. You'll still you're still in for a treat. But listen, um, for those of you that that consistently listen to our podcast, thank you. We love Ooh, you so much. Love you so much. Um, and and for the new people coming on board, you know, this it's no surprise to you, you know. Uh, and Andy, what you said, you know, as beautiful as it is, it's it's no revelation, man. Like yeah. this this is absolutely a place where we talk about our youth. The handful of guests we've been lucky enough to have on, mm-hmm. you know, we egg them on because we want to know all about their youth. And, you know, I, th- I think that's part of it is it's anyone can talk about movies. Yeah. Uh, w- you know, we're who let you watch that. We really want to know about the people that were influential and, and, and instrumental in shaping us. And, and, you know, obviously movies played a big role yeah. in who we became uh, in some weird way. But you know, it's all about the people. So no, I love that, that we both can look back on this and, share frankly on my end yours are kind of sweet mine are usually embarrassing <laughs> and disgusting but to to share that and to relive youth and one day we will have my sister on yeah and, and hear about her i don't i still you don't know, know if she's real well the jury's still out yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no man and it's beautiful and it's great and i um you know, I won't. I won't pretend that that Raymond and I were close, but I will say I, I was fortunate enough to have more than uh, a handful of interactions with him. And it, you know, hell of a guy, uh, love him to death. Who's salt of the earth, a, a sweet, kind man. And uh, he did whisper in my ear, 
he's like, hey, man, when my brother lets me on your show, uh, <laughs> this is the one I want to do. And it was very fun. And it was a it was a night where everyone was uh, was was having some drinks and having yeah. some fun. And he was he was in a great mood, dude. And uh, and was very complimentary about the podcast. man. See, man so, yeah. So, no, this tonight is a, is a tribute. Uh, but don't worry, everybody. That's. We're heavy at the beginning. We'll be we'll be fun. Yeah, and, we're still uh, gonna have a lot of fun. We're because, still gonna entertain you because this is a hell of a fun movie. Absolutely, it is. Um, oh, but uh, Andy, we don't know what movie. We, this what is. movie? I'll, I'll do. I'll, I'll take a crack at it. Yeah, can you get it in five or less? Wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, he's, Ed, edit just no fuck editing. <laughs> Agreed. I hate editing. Right. I got it. Okay, right, you ready for this? Lay it on me, dude. Bugs really don't like humans. <laughs> bugs really don't like humans you know that is true that is true man <laughs> ladies and gentlemen did you get it did you get it from the opening song even i mean i don't know that they did so many people are into that weird like b-side Bug. of guns and roses <laughs> bug city ever since that bucket had left man axel's been off the radar hey. dude no no we are not talking about that you guys not axel rose he sucks my butt we are talking about the Fuck. 1997 Paul Verhoeven masterpiece, and that is Starship Troopers. You guys, Paul Verhoeven is back. We're going full circle, baby, from number one to number whatever episode this is. I think this is 30. No, we're past 30. We're coming up on 40. Oh, well, then it's 40. It's 45. <laughs> I don't know. Where, wherever Who this episode lands. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Logline on IMDb says, humans in a fascist, militaristic future wage war with giant alien bugs bugs dude you want to play a fun drinking game sure. every time that they say bug in this movie take a shot <laughs> you will be <laughs> blind drunk dude. within 30 minutes dude it's a ama- like they say bug so like i i know they're fighting bugs but fuck they say bugs so much it's insane you would think there would be another word, word. for them because they, they are aliens they're not bugs yeah they are aliens <laughs> they are bugs <laughs> oh my gosh man you guys you know this movie you guys starring the biggest movie star never to do anything with a career dude casper <laughs> van deed as johnny rico this was this is a, a an instance where it's one and done casper yeah. does this movie and goes guys I already reached the peak of Everest. Yeah. Why? Why try again? I don't care about Kilimanjaro. No. I just did Everest. He did do like right after this. I I want to say it was like a fucking Tarzan movie that bombed. He's I, he's been in movies, but I don't think anyone has seen them. No, no one's seen them. They've seen this one yeah. and Starship Troopers two. I don't he's think in, he's in two. I think he's in three or four. I thought he was. Uh, doesn't he play the bug in the second one? <laughs> you know what? You're right. He yeah, is he's the a bug. ladybug. He's yeah. the ladybug. <laughs> he has a wig on the whole time, and yeah. he's played soccer in the background. The whole time. Roddy Dangerfield's there. Yeah. Look at that, you guys. Denise Richards. Um, listen, I've listened back to plenty of these episodes while we, uh, when I edit them, and then just when we listen to them, I, I love uh, hearing our shows, especially when we have guests. Yes. Um, holy moly. I talk way too much about the attractiveness of people. Yeah. And, you know, I try to make it even. I will. I actually have many notes tonight about how insanely attractive Casper Van Dien is. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm a chauvinist and I'm terrible, but I have to just, I have to say what's on everyone's mind. 
Young Denise Richards? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This woman. I mean, she's carved out of marble. It's she's insane. she's so perfect. This is around the time, too, where she was in that. What the fuck was the name of that movie where she kisses uh, Naomi Campbell and then fucking Kevin Bacon shows his dick for whatever reason? Wild Things. Wild Things. Wild yeah. Things. That, this is around that time, too. Oh, yes, it is. Where Kevin friend. Bacon shows his dick. Everyone remembers it for that reason. Yeah, because everyone, I think, was watching to see Denise Richards and Nev Campbell yeah. topless, <laughs> and instead they get Kevin Bacon's dong. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's <laughs> dong, dude. Yeah. Wild Things is uh, another one of those movies like uh, Cruel Intentions, where yeah. it's like, ooh, it's a tease the yeah. entire time. You're like, this is going to be the sexiest movie ever. Yeah. Oh, it's just a movie. They have like a three-way, and I remember there's a lot of like champagne being poured on oh. tummies. Like it's just a lot of tummy action. I, I am uh, I am thirteen years old again. I remember yeah. all this. Oh, it's burned in my mind, dude. Oh my gosh! Watching this for the rewatch and just young Denise Richards, I was like, "Oh, that's right." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, she was in that." Eh. Oh, there's no boob. There was just, <laughs> just tummy. So, <laughs> and if I'm wrong, please let us know. Screen grab and send it to us. <laughs> <laughs> Email it to us at wholoveyoupod at gmail dot com. We also got a woman that I think. Didn't get enough play because she was playing against Denise Richards. Yeah, absolutely. But Dina, Dinah, Dina Meyer, dude, playing Dizzy, man, who, I mean, to quote of a, la a, a former episode, Porky's, this broad's hot. She is hot for that Johnny Rico, dude. <laughs> oh, she's very hot for Johnny Rico. <laughs> she is very a, hot. These uh, ladies are hot. Yeah. It's funny, yeah, yeah, because Dina Meyer is. Um, I actually think she gives the best performance. Oh yeah, out of anybody yes. in this, and in a movie where it is, <laughs> the bar is set at over the top. Yes, like everyone has to be over the top and ridiculous. It's a, the whole movie is a farce. We'll get into that. Yes, but but I think she legitimately does the best job across the board. Her character is the most interesting to me, and. Also stunning. She's a stunning woman. Yes, you don't notice her because yeah, she's she. When you're that close to the radiance of the sun, yes, it's hard to see your thousand watt bulb. It's just it's it's hard. Gets baby. lost you get, in you it. Get baby. Lost yeah. in the in the shine. But you know, looking at it now, Johnny Rico, get your head out of the ass. Get your get your head out of your ass, dude. Get your head out you of the ass. Your ass. Yes, all the ass. Oh. There's a June bug in here, you guys. Is that a June bug? I just punched it. You did. I, th I thought it was a bee, and it scared me. And it, it's like, because it, it knows we're about to talk shit on bugs for an hour. Oh, fuck. The bugs are after us, you guys. Ah. Keep all this in. I'm not the, editing anything. The bugs. Yeah. Did you um, anyway. punch the shit out of that? Yeah, I saw you. <laughs> I saw you punch it. I was so afraid I was going to punch it into your face. I thought so, too. Oh, anyway. Uh, uh, I almost dove onto the floor. <laughs> I thought it was a bee. Uh, I thought it was a bee. It scared me. Guys, let's talk about fucking the greatest child actor who is not a child actor. He just happens yep. to be someone's son. Jake Busey as Ace Levy, dude. <laughs> Jake fucking Busey. Jake Busey playing various violins in this movie. Dude. Multiple <laughs> violins. Fuck, what man? the fuck is this? Did I ever tell you the story about me seeing uh, his father? Oh, my God. What's his father's name? Uh, Jake, Gary Busey. Gary. Did you ever tell you the story about me meeting Gary, not meeting Gary Busey, but seeing Gary Busey? No. So I am out at a concert. I am seeing a band called Newfound Glory. Uh -huh. I am seeing them here at a local venue called Chain Reaction. Oh, it's uh -huh. a great time. 
Everyone's dancing and moshing. The lead singer goes up to the, he's on the mic, and he goes, guys, I just also got to give a big shout out to Gary for making it. And everyone turns around, and I turn around, and who's in the fucking booth? But Gary fucking Busey at a newfound glory show. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? What is that? And <laughs> the timeline on that is and also, that's crazy Gary he, Busey. He was an old man Gary Busey yeah, and crazy. crazy as shit. Yeah. But he was at the newfound glory show in Anaheim, California, Holy baby. Holy moly. What's their big song? Uh, my what? Friends Over You. Give me a lyric. My Friends Over You. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't know it. So uh, uh, the guitarist was married to Haley Williams for a little while, and and I think he was a dick to her, and now we hate the band. That's that's the one who was married to her. Yeah. I, I knew it was one of those bands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. anyway, that's what I wanted to say about Jake Gary Busey, Busey. Yeah. that I saw his dad at a Newfound Glory show. Jake Busey is in some of the best movies. Yeah. Like, he's so great because he's just unfortunately again. <laughs> Just the way the guy looks, he looks like an insane creep asshole. Yeah. Like, just the look. Like, and I mean, kudos to him. He he he. You know, used it to springboard into a career of ultra stardom. Yeah, everyone knows Jake Busey. He, everybody knows everybody from this movie. Like, they're they all do. they're all high level stars. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then Doogie Howser, MD. Actually, yeah, we got. What would you consider fucking um, Neil, fucking Patrick, Neil Harris? Patrick Harris? Man, is he what is he B level, A level? I think I now he's A level. Is he A level still, man? Um, yeah, I he don't know. He hasn't done anything for a while, but like, I feel like he's up there. He is the biggest star of this whole fucking movie. He definitely is. Like the, he's not yeah. the star of this movie. Yeah, but man, what great costume choices for him. He's the best. He he's is the, the best. best, dude. Yeah. Wearing that SS shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, all of all of the uh, military outfits were inspired by yeah. by the Nazis. Uh, they did <laughs> they did that on purpose. They did it on purpose, man. So. Oh, man. I mean, there's lots to dig into here. Everybody else is in this movie. There's so many teachers. We got Michael Ironside and fuck it. Just there's so many fucking great people. There there are so many great character actors in this movie. This Mm -hmm. movie, this movie fucks, dude. It does. It does, Andy. This movie, uh, no condom right into the butt. Dude, (laughs) exactly. Exactly, dude. All right. All right. That's who's in it. That's uh, who directed it. Uh, I mean, we should say that oh, Ed- yeah. Edward New- Newmeyer wrote the screenplay, and it's based off of Robert oh, yeah. Heinlein's. Heinlein, a classic sci-fi writer, wrote shit like Stranger in a Strange Place and shit like that. And cl- Stranger mas- in a Strange Place or Stranger in a Strange Land? Stranger in a Strange Land. Yeah. Land, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, you know, master of a sci-fi. And then you have to remember, oh, yeah, he also wrote Starship Troopers. That was a book and everything. Mm-hmm. I've never read the book. You ever read the book? I never read the book, um, but apparently... It's v- it's very yeah. serious, and yes. uh, he got major criticism because it seems as though he's praising yeah. fascism and and glorifying it that like that is the way and like military totalitarianism like is the way to go yeah you know so anyway kind of like this movie you know people kind of shit all over this movie but it did it's uh it's it's a satire man I remember talking to a friend one time he's just like. Oh, that movie where they wear a bunch of the Nazi stuff, dude. That movie's about Nazis, and it's like, yeah, but like, it's it's like it's satire, yeah, man. Yeah, saying how it's bad, yeah, and how, but it's, it's also insane. like it's kind of badass, though, man. They're fucking giant bugs, dude. Yeah, <laughs> take a shot, take a shot, every listener, <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> you have to, you have to. All right, that's who's in it. We have lots to discuss about this movie, dude. Andy, the tell us Ray's story, dude. I'm gonna do my very best to tell this story. So. 
going back a little bit, you guys. Um, we came, we weren't like a quote unquote like a military household. You know, it's like one of those things. Like, there are people where like dad is in the military when they're kids and everything. But like, we we came from a place where my dad in his early twenties served in the Air Force. So we grew up with a lot of stories where dad would always tell us about him being in the Air Force during Vietnam and everything. So we grew up in a house where dad was always talking about serving his country and being in the military and everything like that. So much so. Was your was your dad in the military or anything like that? or No. He, any uncles or anything? Or? Uncles, yeah. I have, yeah. I have two uncles that served. Okay. They, they were uh, Army. Army, okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if it's just something kind of growing up with that. I had a lot of uncles uh, that served too. So it was like one of those things growing up, and it might have been like a Mexican thing too. I, I don't know. Especially as like parents started drinking and stuff, they would start sharing stories of being in the, the service and everything and the good times and the bad times and all those sort of things. So we always grew up with dad to always telling these stories and everything like that. So even someone like me who I was never going to go into the military, I kind of had this foundation of like, okay, that is something that I could do. I could eventually go into, go and join the chair force like my dad. Ha, 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 ha. That's a rib at the Air Force, you guys. Get it, chair force? Anyway. Anyway. Hello, is this thing on? <laughs> anyway, so. Um, I had an uncle that was a Navy SEAL. I forgot. Uh, I, I don't oh, wanna, shit. I don't want to disrespect his service oh, because shit. He, he would be he, he would also come and get us yeah well, i think he's a crazy person oh. nowadays uh, nothing to do with the military but oh, uh it might have something to do with it might but he was always kind of a <laughs> he crazy was always kind of crazy <laughs> yeah so anyway sorry <laughs> anyway. i was like oh that's right he was the one <laughs> oh shit <laughs> um so so we kind of have that already that foundation it was like one of those things oh maybe i'll join the, i'll join the, the military and everything like that um Dude, and then you know all about this. I think our listeners, I'm not going to share any crazy news, but in like the year 2001, dude, we got this crazy thing. It was called a 9-11, and a 9-11 happened to this country, you guys. Yeah. We, we got we got it's the- Porsche's most beautiful car they've ever created, they re- they the 9-11 it. Turbo. You know- uh, <laughs> <laughs> it had oh. been out for a few years, but uh, that year, for some reason, it got a lot it of got press. A, I remember the, the things. They were, I'll never forget that car. Yeah. I'm I'm going to hell. I'm sorry. We are everyone. so awful. But <laughs> we did have, you know, 2001. Boom, 9/11 happens. You know, yeah. I was uh I was a junior in high school. My brother was a freshman in high school and everything. So, boom, you know, 2001, that's the sort of thing, you know. Oh, and even after that, too, it kind of had like this idea, shoot, man, maybe I maybe I should join, you know, join up, you know, and see what yeah. this is about and everything like that. And I really thought that was the driving force for my younger brother to join the army. Kind of his background, my dad telling his stories and everything like that. 9-11 hadn't happening. He wants to do his part. Um, he's got to get out there. He's got to, you know, serve his country. It was years later in talking to my brother when he came back and everything. Of course, that was there. He wanted to go and do it. But then he started telling me about a movie that affected him that really made him want to join the army. And it was a movie about fascism it's totalitarianism and it was a little movie called starship troopers <laughs> so when me and my brother saw this in probably the year 1998 so i was probably you know probably a year after it came out we had seen it in the theaters there's no way we probably could have uh-huh. so i was probably what 1998 i was uh in middle school i think i was in eighth grade uh-huh. um and we probably saw it on vhs we rented it probably from you know 
the the movie store went down to mr chen's i rode mm-hmm. my bike down there and i <laughs> yeah <laughs> i went in there and i got i got the movie and me and my brother we watched this movie with probably dad and we 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 watched it and we enjoyed the hell out of it it was years later where the sorts that the the thing that they're satiring and kind of making fun of in the movie the do your part you can become a civilian you can you can make it happen um mm. You know, terms of service, dude. You you do your part, you're going to become a citizen, and you can yeah. do whatever. That stuck with my younger brother, <laughs> even though it didn't make any fucking sense <laughs> to my younger brother. He was like, "This is something that I got to do," and I didn't know this until years later when him started to tell me about this fucking movie. That's and, what it was. It dude, was the do your part and it become was a the, citizen. Do your part. Do your citizen. You can go out and see the galaxy, the rings of Jupiter. <laughs> you can go out and see those sorts of things, dude. He you can go to Zegama Beach. You're gonna go to Zegama Beach, dude. Whoa. Dude. <laughs> he can go and do it and visit the outer rings. Oh, but dude. instead he didn't do any of that. He ended up just going to the desert, man. <laughs> just going to Afghanistan. <laughs> just going to Planet P or whatever it was. <laughs> just went to Iraq and just hung out there, man, in the desert and protected a bridge you know with the, his company and everything mm-hmm. but you know it, the thing that kind of did it and drove it home was the movie about the bugs and finding it it was all those new flash things that do your part i'm doing my part i'm doing my part so the thing that's like the most over the top ridiculous for, for a young 12 year old kid uh-huh. seeing this movie for the first time being raised with this sort of thing where my dad telling these fun ass war stories and everything like that. Yeah. Because my dad served during Vietnam. Mm. My dad did not serve in Vietnam. My dad was stationed in London during Vietnam. Oh, uh-huh. my dad's war stories. Oh, we love you, dad. We miss you every day. Be on the podcast. Um, <laughs> his, my dad's war stories were him hanging out with his group of friends after loading up planes and stuff like that and then going to the bars drinking at the bars meeting women at the bars uh-huh. and then fighting at the bars uh-huh. so <laughs> those were the stories that we would hear as kids my my parents used to, especially on the weekends would like crack open some natty lights dude and crack open some some crown royal and they'd be drinking like the weekend and then like my dad would come downstairs and he would be like guys i want to tell you a story so it was in London, 1972, and I'm drinking at this bar. My dad would say shit where he would like throw in like these lines that I never knew were common phrases and everything like that. And, like my dad would always say this thing like, "This guy came up to me and he said like, you guys are oversexed, you're overpaid, and you're over here." And like, wow, my dad's really deep. And then I found out years later like <laughs> that was a common thing. My dad also told me one time the. The coldest summer that he ever spent or the coldest winter he ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. And I'm like, fuck, man, that's deep. Dad, that's crazy. Then I found out that it was Mark Twain and I went, (laughs) the fuck? My dad was just like me. He was just ripping off lines left and right. This is ripping off Mark Twain. Mark Twain. All this shit, man. (laughs) So my dad would tell these stories of what the war was like. Oh, the hardships of war. And, you know, my dad, it was in the military. You know, thank you for your service. But my dad's experience was much different. Yeah. So yeah. between this kind of base of, hey, I'm going to go out and drink, and then my brother having this idea of I need to serve my country. I need to do my part. Yeah. Then we get the 9-11 of it all and just the the, the patriotism 
around that. And especially at that time, you guys, if you remember, like, especially we were in a kind of a lower income, you're not super poor, but the orange unified school district, it's not the, yeah. the most, you know, wealthy of all the districts, but yeah. they would have straight up like military recruiters and everything like that. So mm-hmm. boom, straight out of, you know, high school, my brother joins up and he joins in the army, does that serves you know goes through boot camp and everything but instead of going over to london to to do some drinking and everything like that ship my brother off with many of his friends off to off to iraq and unlike my dad and everything like that <laughs> younger brother man my brother my brother saw some shit you know he, he went through it he was in firefights um he wouldn't talk a lot about this sort of stuff but he was in a in an explosion where the car in front of him got hit with a what do they call it ied ied yeah. IED, yeah. So I was going to say. IUD, IUD is like the birth control thing. It's the thing that goes inside the cervix, right? It's yeah. like a T. Yeah. He didn't get hit with one of those. He yeah. got hit with the landmine. The, okay. truck, the truck in front of him got blown up. Uh-huh. Um, a couple of those guys died and everything like that. And boom, then they had to get into a firefight right there. All to protect this fucking bridge out there in, mm. you know, Iraq, you know, and just doing that part. So him being infantry, my brother was a proud infantry dude as well you know a lot of this stuff watching it after the fact he he liked all that grunt sort of stuff you know the mm. the hoo of it all my brother had tattoos up and down his arms and certain yeah. things he didn't have death from above but he should have i mean did they have the laser tattoo place uh, over in iraq no they didn't i think that was just for the guys in afghanistan oh shit yeah damn should have went on that second tour man no he should have <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one and done is great but not when you're talking about tours of duty no you gotta do at least six seven <laughs> you gotta get in there get those yeah. laser tattoos baby yeah. <laughs> um so so with that man the the thing that i always find funny about it the trauma behind it is that the 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 satirical movie about <laughs> blind patriotism and blind totalitarianism and yeah. doing your part at any cost my brother joined up and did his part. And I'm not trying to shit. If any of his army friends or anything are, are listening to this, I mean no disrespect by serving your country or anything like that. Like, my mom was a proud army mom. I'm a proud army brother and everything like that, you know. We're not going through it with you guys, but in a lot of ways, we are there too, you know. A lot of, you know, so it's, it's I'm not trying to shit on anybody's reasoning for going into the army or anything like no. that. I am pointing out that it is quite silly to go to Iraq because you want to f- fight, fight bugs, bugs on Clendathu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is his story of why he got traumatized, got 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 sucked into it all, and decided to do his part. And he he was over in Iraq, or and he would he would take videos and he would just be yelling like the only good bug is a dead bug, and I, like his people were like. Yo, you can't say that. Like that's that's not PC. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm talking about that scorpion over there. Are there scorpions in the in the Iraqi desert? Oh, there has to be. I do. I don't know anything there about Iraq. Yeah, they have like big ass beetles and shit, right? They're I, everywhere. I, I yeah, I believe they have giant beetles for sure. Not scarab, <laughs> not scarab ones that you might be thinking about that are like Egyptian. That's pretty close though. It's I have no idea about yeah. the geography of the Middle East. It's pretty and close. that's what. We talk about on this podcast who let us own a map. Who let you map things? Who let you map things? <laughs> all I know how to do is get from Anaheim, California to Los Angeles, California. That's yeah. all I know about. I mean, I am a cartographer, so it's something that I like doing. 
but I'm bad at it. Oh. I actually don't know where anything is, but I love making maps. Dude, you got to make maps. It's world maps. building, exactly. and we always talk about it. World building is Literal key to building. any good franchise. Uh, that is insane that yeah. Ray joined up because... As a little kid, he saw this fucking bonkers movie. This fucking bonkers, this <laughs> Paul Verhoeven. Yep. But you know what it is? Now that I think about it, it's the music, too. I don't know if Paul, maybe we'll look this up. We don't do any research on this. No, we don't. I don't know if Paul Verhoeven used the same composer or whatever that he used for RoboCop. The musical scores in these movies are very similar. RoboCop was a very important movie to us as a kid. So I think it's some of that, too. The, the score of this movie reminded him of RoboCop, which reminded him of being a kid, meeting his hero. Next thing you know, I got to go fight some bugs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, I got to look that up because I think there might be something to what you said. Yeah, the, the music in that. I, I, watch this again, listener. As you rewatch this movie, it's the composer of this movie has to be the same composer because a lot of this sounds like fucking alex murphy running over people in the city of detroit dude he is going out there all right first of all i gotta say the guy's name because it's the craziest name i've ever <laughs> read in my entire life oh my god the guy's name is basil poldorius delicious and yep uh, gone but not forgotten from uh, tw- 2006 basil poldorius oh. all right what the- and there it is. There you go, my man. See? Did he did RoboCop? Oh my gosh! See, yep. I, I knew it, man. There's something about the tones and everything that he uses in this movie, uh, the countdown to victory and all that sort of yep. shit. It's just yep. like that sounds like RoboCop. There was something there. I'm I'm onto something. It's all psychological, dude. We were all traumatized by all these movies as a kid. Yeah, and it and it got it got in my brother. He was like, I need to go. Bugs. <laughs> yeah. That, that 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 that's kind of my brother's story and everything like that. So mm-hmm. that, that it, that's kind of the trauma of this movie. But Gabe, I throw it back to you, man. Is there any trauma of this movie for you? I mean, who let you watch that? No. Yeah. I, honestly, I saw this movie. You know, when eh, probably I was old enough to see it on VHS when it came out. Um, I wasn't. It wasn't the type of movie we would have gone to go see in the theaters. Yeah. Uh, but definitely saw it when it came out multiple times. Oh, um, yeah. Even though there's boobs in it, it was one of those movies where, like, my parents were totally cool. I I, I specifically remember yeah. watching this with my parents. It's You know what? It, I think it's this weird addendum uh-huh. because these movies have so much violence in them yeah. that the nudity is kind of like a second thought. You know? yeah. It's like, oh, did that guy just get cut in half by a giant bug? Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what? The kid deserves to see a, a booby or two. It's yeah, right. let the kid have a tit. Come, <laughs> Come on. on you know? baby. <laughs> That's a lot of nightmare-inducing <laughs> stuff. The um, way the corpses in this movie, man, we'll get into them. We will. But, man, they're just like laid about just horrifically, dude. It, yeah, but no trauma, dude. I yeah. watched it. It was fun. I was like, this movie kicks ass. It didn't inspire me to do anything except for maybe probably be more uh, violent when I stepped on a bug outside yeah, that, that afternoon. That That's the thing. It made me, you know, made me same thing. You know, I didn't have any trauma of it as well, even though it affected my brother. And it was a big, important movie to my brother, something that I'll remember forever now. You know, this other Paul Verhoeven movie that yeah. meant the world to him. And it's just like. 
no, man, this was just that fun movie. One of my favorite experiences watching this movie was we, I don't even know if you were with us. I, mean, I, I, I don't remember. We had all bought tickets and it was a Rift Tracks version of it in the theater. So we went and saw it and it was just Rift Tracks, which is the um, Mystery Science Theater guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just talking over the movie and we paid, you know, eight fifty or whatever it was to watch a theater version of that. And it was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my whole life. And I peed my pants in the theater. It was great. It was a great time. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Like a little bit of pee? Or you oh, I pissed my pants on purpose. Oh. I didn't want to miss a thing. <laughs> yeah, this is so great. I'm just going to go for it. Eight fifty, dude? I'm going to sit through that movie. Yeah, back then. Dude. That, was, that was like $45 these <laughs> days. Uh, inflation. <laughs> Let's do some quick math. <laughs> yeah. Carry the one. Carry the one. Uh, gnarly. So that's, yeah, that's the story, man. No, dude. no, no, no nothing here. Dude. Uh, do we want to get into the notes? Dude, you want to get into those notes, baby? Let's do it. Let's Dude, do it. We gotta do it. Oh my gosh! The fucking fake newsreels in this movie. I wish the federal network was a real thing. You know, it is. Just... It is. It's Fox News. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I need to watch more Fox News, man. If that's if that's what it is, I need that shit and just the fact of like that news reporter out there and everything's going south and he's yeah. just oblivious. Like, yep, exactly. It's just the funniest shit, man. It's a bug planet, a dirty planet <laughs> it... or whatever. And then he's just, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> I want more. I don't want people to be hurt, but not seriously hurt, but I want more newscasters people that are on the scene i want them to get like playfully hurt yeah like, i want there to be a bunch of kids in every city that just have frisbees ready so like when yeah. you see like reporter on the scene no matter what they're reporting on just whip them in the nuts with a frisbee it would be so great just the live <laughs> live tv the toxic gas came inside the nursing home and got all the old people oh my nuts <laughs> 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 and got all the old people. Oh, that'd be great. What a what a great one. Uh, yeah, that's that's amazing. The the those those little like those little hooks and interstitials between everything. They're so ridiculous and fun. I yeah. love them so much. <laughs> I will. I, I have a fun fact about the movie that I that I looked at because I was doing a little bit of research for this one. Yeah. I know I know I'm breaking character, but I had to. All right, just a little bit, and it's kind of funny. So. <laughs> There's some great special effects in this movie. Yeah. But our boy, Paul Verhoeven, what he would do beforehand to get actors to look at the right way is he would be there for, like, the news reporter and everything, and he'd be on top of, like, The Rock or whatever. <laughs> Paul Verhoeven, so it's German. I'm German. That's not German. <laughs> anyway, so it's, he would be up there. He'd be like, hey, I'm a fucking bug. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> He would? He would. <laughs> so, look at me. I'm a fucking bug. But he's German. I'm a, I'm a fucking bug. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty great German right there. So anytime you're you're watching this movie and they're, the actors are acting to something, imagine. That imagine Paul, a crazy Paul Verhoeven yelling, screaming, I'm a fucking, a fucking bug. bug. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Just remember that every fucking time. Oh, Do man. your part. Join up. I I have to direct a movie about you know monsters or something, and the whole time I'd be like, I'm a fucking monster. <laughs> I'm, a fucking I'm gonna kill mon- you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm a fucking monster. That makes this so much better. I have to go rewatch it <laughs> yeah, now. Immediately. Rewatch it. We're we're sitting at the uh, on the couch, and my wife was just like, 
reading me notes and I was just like, what? So like, like half this movie, I'm watching it with that like filter over like, <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> fucking movie ever made. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, in the future, America takes over South America yeah. and everyone speaks English. What a world. What a <laughs> fucking world, dude. Kids attending Buenos Aires High. Dude. And it, they're like the whitest. The whitest kids, but they're all like have like <laughs> Spanish last names and shit with like Rico and uh, who and else? Lopez, Lopez and Ibanez. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck, yeah. man? Also, any guitar players listening to this, did it drive you nuts that they say Ibanez instead of Ibanez? Because that's <laughs> yeah. what the guitar brand is. Anyway, that's, that's really nerdy. But. Dude, Radchek. I want to talk about Radchek's arm. Yeah. This guy, I don't know what it's like not to have a limb. You know, hopefully I keep mine forever. This guy uses his limb as a gimmick, and you know he's doing it to freak out a student, man. He's yeah. just like, he's just like putting it on people. And yeah, he's pointing at girls <laughs> and like get like touching kids and and weird like yeah, you know, in between their like neck and shoulder, like it's super weird. It's super fucking weird, dude. And it's just like, but you know what? This school is so inclusive for the fact that they, well, I guess because everyone does federal service. All their teachers are jacked up. They got they got rat check missing an arm. Yep. The biology teacher doesn't have any eyes or something. <laughs> yeah. The biology teacher is definitely like a clairvoyant future man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, damn, those bugs look awesome, though. Dude. Like, they, they still look awesome. They still look so damn awesome, dude. Mm. Uh, Denise Richards can blow bubble gum in my face anytime. <laughs> Real or cartoon Denise Richards. Holy Dude, moly! I, we don't want to. We don't want to over sexualize anybody. No, I'm. But but holy moly! Yeah, guys. Again, I'm sorry, and I know it's it's got to be an eye roll thing, especially for the women that listen to this podcast, especially for our wives that listen to this podcast. My I'm wife sorry. never listens to this podcast. Oh shit! My wife is our number one listener. Well, we love you, uh, Andy's wife. You're <laughs> <Yeah>. wonderful. <laughs> you really are. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm maybe. I'm just a chauvinist, and I'm terrible. I mean, she's not a good actress, oh, so I terrible can't. Actress. I can't give her props for that. But I can say that she won the genetic lottery yeah. by, by looking like <laughs> something that you know uh, Michelangelo, you know, carved and painted yeah. and all that. It's ridiculous. But out of the '90s, because she has a very '90s look. Like it, absolutely, man. It's just funny going back and looking like what was '90s hot. It is kind of like ah, that's <laughs> fucking weird. Well, you mean why? How she looks like Beavis and Butthead yeah. for half the movie? <laughs> just fucking weird, With her man. Hair all like teased up and just, just like so... the hair and the eyebrows, like all of it. The makeup, dude. It just yeah. like it was a weird time, dude. It was. Oh, it what was. a time, man. Yeah. Andy, one day I hope my children are strong enough to pull off the flip six three hole maneuver, dude. We can all. You gotta hope for it, man. That's. I mean, that's why. That's why you put in the time, dude, with the kids yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. And if they don't get it, run it again. Yeah, we run, run it, it again. again. Yeah, it's the the flip six three hole. It's going to save your life. It's, It'll win the big game, but it's oh, going to save your life. That's a secondary thought. Yeah. It's about saving lives, yeah. dude. I, I wasn't going to share this story. My brother's in Iraq. Yeah. They're pinned down, all right? Yeah. They're trying to get that flag or whatever you're doing at Iraq, all right? All right, all right. I understand. <laughs> the guy looks at my brother. One of his best friends, one of his guests, best guys, flip six three hole, dude. And my brother knew because he had saw this he movie. He put in the time. He put in the time in the backyard, ran the route, dude. They captured the flag. They're yeah. good, man. Flipped over the Iraqis. <laughs> the guys the whole time were like, whoa. whoa. As soon as your brother landed, you shot him with the laser. <laughs> dude, shot him with those lasers, dude. And they were done for. He got yeah. that flag. 
We got it, baby. There's nothing more disgraceful. War was over. I know. That's yeah. That's when the very next day, Bush is landing on that fucking thing. The, yeah, mission, mission accomplished. accomplished. <laughs> this is a picture of Ray yeah. doing that flip six that three hole. <laughs> he did it. We salute you, sir. Yeah, there's nothing that's more disgraceful to the Iraqi people than when they know that their flag has been captured. Yeah, and I, mean, I don't know how sorry, war works. Man. You know, I'm pretty sure that's how war works. I think so. I, think I don't so. know what's going on. Yeah. All I know about war is war. Huh, what is it good for? Absolutely huh. nothing. Yeah. I mean, according according to the band, didn't the band War do oh, that? Oh, the song? band War did that song. Oh well, then they I must know they what they're talking know. about. <laughs> man, space football. You gotta love space football, though, man. So you gotta think about running that route, mm. not on a field. Don't think about it on a football field. You need to be doing it on an indoor basketball court, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> you gotta be doing it, dude. Absolutely. It's it's like when we rented out the Orange High School gymnasium. Play a football game in there, dude. That <laughs> indoor football, that's the future, dude. That is the future. It made me go like, oh, maybe arena football is not so bad because it's so fun. Uh, but that scene, dude, most high school students in movies are 20-year-olds. That's oh. fine. The kids in this movie are, like, painfully 30. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. You mean when the, the budget Rob Lowe comes on? <laughs> <laughs> poor man's Rob Lowe. The poor man's Rob Lowe comes on. His name is fucking Xander, and he's a 55-year-old man. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Patrick this, Muldoon. This dude has fucking grandchildren, dude. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You're in high school? Who... Who's doing the casting? I know. That was bonkers because he's supposed to be the the like, you know, he becomes like the love interest yeah. of Denise Richards. He's supposed to he's supposed to basically like make Casper Van Dien uneasy. Yeah. And it's like, okay, the guy's decent looking as far as humans go. Yeah. But he's not competing with the specimen that is Casper Van Dien. Casper Van Dien, dude. A specimen. And <laughs> the podcast. We are done, baby. <laughs> we have finally done it. <laughs> that was not planned ladies and gentlemen we just looked in each other's eyes and just said a specimen he is he is he is he's got a he's got a jaw you can set your watch to an adonis I mean, dude. yeah he's insanely handsome uh it was it's funny i don't know what it is and i, I gotta get ahead of myself but uh the scene where he uh has sex with dez yeah. Diz, um when he takes off his shirt i I think it's just because I was yawning, but I gasped. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's attractive, but like, did I just gasp when he took his shirt off? I, yeah, I did one of those, and I was like, I think I was yawning, but maybe. I don't know. This dude is so hot that for a second, um, Dina Meyer forgets that it's supposed to be an acting scene, and she legit starts like, Hardcore, like, oh, we're gonna fuck, and starts like licking his nipple. She is hard, so in on that scene. Yeah, I have notes on that scene. We <laughs> yeah, gotta, I'm sorry, we, I just, we gotta I, come back I, to that. We one. were talking about it a little bit. I'm like, she is like, we are gonna fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I think they did. I, they had to. They have. had to. Have. There, yeah. that scene. I have never seen acting like that. Anyway, let's get back to yeah. uh, let's get back to Diz because my literal next word is. I already said it. Fuck it. I'm not going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. This girl is hot. <laughs> she is so fucking hot for Rico, man. Like, she's insane for him. She is. She is. She's, she's insane for she's him. She's head over heels in love, and I get it. He's he's 
He's the he's got his puppy love yeah. for for Denise Richards, you know, Carmen. And we get that too, yeah. you know. We understand she's she's beautiful. Um but yeah, like but just the devotion yeah. that freaking Diz has for him and and the fact that Diz is also just rad. She's the coolest character Dude, in my what opinion. What he could have done is he could have been like, "Hey, you know what, Diz, you're right. Screw this broad. You and me, let's use my family's money." Outer Rings, you but and me. That would have been a way better story because Diz is enrolling because I assume, I, I think she was representing like, hey, I have no options. Like yeah. the Denise Richards group is like, I'm going to go Air Force. This is my thing. I want to be a pilot. Yeah. Casper's was like, I'm going to follow this chick to the ends of the earth. Yeah. He's a spoiled rich kid. He could have done whatever the hell he wanted. Diz, I think, represents yeah. like, you know, those that don't have the choice. So she's like, well, listen, hey, this is my this is what I got to do. Yeah. I'm doing this thing. And then Carl's just a Nazi and wants to go. Carl is a Nazi and he wants to mind control, <laughs> mind control people. people, right? Yeah, that's we got exactly the four it. different people. Those are, those are the four types that join <laughs> the military, <laughs> quite honestly. <laughs> All right. Uh, OK. Remember how we usually make vows to always be friends? I think we do it every day, though. I don't know what you're talking about. We do do that. Yeah. I'm oh, saying, oh, saying, isn't saying it yeah. great? Yeah. yeah, it's so great when we, when we vow to just always be friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking weird. I And that's... But you know what? You, you When you're in high school, you do make that sort of weird things, but it doesn't seem as weird as how they're doing it. Like, it's the weirdest fucking way... Like, people don't talk like this. Yeah. And I understand why people shit on this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, because th- that's the the line that this movie walks is, yeah, it's it's a farce, and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's satire. But it's also, like, super bad, like, <laughs> yeah. like uh, daytime TV dialogue yeah. where you're like, okay, are you, are you trying to be funny? Like, yeah. every, everything the character Kitten says. Yes. Kitten is the fucking... If if a splinter in your taint was a person, oh it's fucking kitten, dude. This dumb dildo that I I just the whole time wanted him pushed off a bridge. Dude, I'm so absolutely. stoked when he dies, dude. I yes, he is the worst character. Yeah, he. Oh my gosh, the dude makes a face where mm-hmm. he, he's like, I hope it's not over before we get there, and he makes his face like he's tough, and I want to slap him. He does Every, that all the time. Yeah, and I just be like, this guy fucking sucks. There's so many scenes and so many lines. Where it's like, like a bad high school drama production. Yes, you know, and everybody's just chewing the scenery, and everyone has their moment where they want to pop their collar and yeah. like do their little like hip wiggle, and you just go like, get fucked, get fucked. I can't stand it. So, all right, I have a note. They're in boot camp. They're doing their thing. My brother told me a lot of stories about boot camp. Okay, this is exactly how boot camp is. It's <laughs> people doing triceps exercises. There's a guy with a fucking fiddle. When you're taking a video for your girl, yeah, somebody's going to walk up and show their butthole. Yeah. This is boot camp, dude. You're making brothers and sisters for life, dude. These are people that are going to have your back in the shit. You got to show a butthole and play a fiddle, dude. This is boot camp, baby. I love that you have the same note as me. (laughs) (laughs) That dude shows his butthole. That dude shows his his actual butthole. Like... (sighs) It's kitten. He like opens his butt and here's the thing. His butthole. It's like one of those high school musical pro things, and they're chewing the scenery. All right, <laughs> everyone's looking for their big moment to show their butthole. 
He's like, I got a butthole. I, I got a butthole like none <laughs> other. See it. <laughs> the world needs to see my fucking butthole. <laughs> what the fuck? And that was clear. Like the dude went too far, and and it's like I could almost picture him being like, I think I opened my butt way too much and showed my butthole because, <laughs> yeah, like. All the basic training stuff yeah. is the cheesiest, like, poor oh, yeah. dry high school drama production thing. And everyone in that scene, <clears throat> they all have, like, picture-perfect butts. Oh, they're picture-perfect. These like, are butts that don't quit. These are, everyone has an incredible butt. And, like, the kitten might have the best butt Dude. out of anyone I've ever seen, <laughs> it's insane. man or woman. But, yeah, as they're doing this joke... He kind of wiggles it and slaps it and then pulls his cheeks apart and then you see his butthole. And I think he farts. <laughs> I think I think I, 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 I think I, there's a fart sound I effect. It's a fart sound. Yeah. Uh, maybe they added that in to try to distract you, but I think if you hear a fart you look closer at the butt. <laughs> yeah, you really want to see what's happening with that butt. Paul Verhoeven is like, "Oi." <laughs> <laughs> yep, German, go ahead. Out of fart sound. <laughs> Paul, I think that'll make him look more in the butt. No one looks at a butt when they fart. They look to the eyes. What What fucking... That's German. <laughs> is it German. How does the German sound? <laughs> ich bin ein Berliner. That's it. Yeah, that's totally Sprechen it. Sprechen Sie dick? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> If if there's a fart scene, uh, if there's a fart that's coming out of the butt, then uh, no one will notice the butthole. Paul Verhoeven and, is here. Uh, yeah, hello, Andy. <laughs> it's good to see you today. I like that you like my movie. Uh, uh, <laughs> look at look at me. I'm a fucking bug. Yes. Look at me. Look look at me. I'm a I'm a bug. Yeah, look um, at me, baby. Yes, kitten was my favorite character. Uh, yes, Johnny Depp. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that was a good German, but that was that my was attempt better, yeah. at, at being uh, Paul Verhoeven German. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Patrick Muldoon, or Zeke, whatever his name is, the grandpa. Yeah. How did he become De Denise Richards' trainer when I, the dude left the academy one day before she did? You know why? Why? Because he's 55 years old. <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right, so I he guess was, he was. You know what he was doing? He was actually trying to. He recruited her. He was just like, <laughs> "Hey, they sent me out here. Hey, I'm a high school student. Uh, hey, it's like hey, the was, fucking. Hey, we got any fucking prep preparation H? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Hey, hello, fellow kids. <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up, it's fellow that, youths? Yeah, it's that. Hey, we got any heartburn medicine? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You know, you guys like space prilosec. <laughs> uh, I take that, <laughs> like all all teenagers do. <laughs> yeah, right. My arthritis is flaring up down here, you guys. Right? Yeah, I watched that and I was like, okay, maybe it the joke no is he was held back multiple years. <laughs> but yeah, he leaves. He's like, up oh, leaving for training in the morning. I'd love to rail you tonight. Yeah. Oh, you're somebody else's broad. <laughs> That's oh. fine. I'm going to. I'm gonna head off to this thing to go see Zagama <laughs> Beach or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I want to do that, too. You want to do that? Or you're literally going in, uh, like, two days. Yeah. You know? So Rico makes makes uh, squad leader or whatever. Yeah. And they're doing this fucking bit where they're going to fucking have live ammunition. Oh. These people have been training with lasers and shit. They have been in boot camp, and they're finally getting to fire real guns. As much as it is on Rico, 
I think it's on fucking these fucking people, dude. Like, who the fuck is just shooting all crazy and shit like this? And just like, fuck, man. He gets killed on, like, the dumbest fucking bullshit paintball course. Yeah. And it's just like, Johnny Rico, you are relieved of command. Yeah. You need to pull those wings off of him immediately, dude. That scene is, like, too real in a in a weird that that I think that scene is like probably the scene that would be the most successful to show that this is satire and everything where it's trying to walk that line because it's it looks real it's like still shocking to this day but yeah it's it's insane and it's a bullshit thing and it's like live fire ammunition where the things are firing back with lasers. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, that could... That means that you're going to pull the trigger and, yeah. and it's going to just fire wildly. Really? That's what you're going to do right now? It's a it's an incredibly effective scene. And, yeah, when the drill sergeant's like, Rico, you are relieved of command. Yeah. Like, immediately. Um, he wanted to win, though. And that's that's the heart of a champion right there. Well, and they, they say, yep, you're right. It's all good. I mean, yeah. Jake Busey is crazy as fuck. And he's a good friend. Until he becomes squad leader. Yeah. And he smirks when Rico's getting whipped. Did dude, you catch that? Dude, I did catch that, it's dude. It's like, you're a piece of shit, Jake Busey. That's your boy. Everyone needs a friend like him, though. Once you're, once you're through the shit, you need a friend that's just going to smirk at you. You're a piece of shit. That is true. Because we're all pieces of shit. That is true, man. <laughs> he was actually probably just smirking, thinking about the like the neon green violin he was going to get to play later. <laughs> you know what he might have been thinking about? Hmm. All their butts were perfect. Rico's ain't gonna be that perfect anymore. He's oh, like, that's I, true. I, my butt just uh, went up one. That's true. I'm Jake Busey. I don't have the best butt here. <laughs> I don't have the worst butt anymore now. <laughs> yeah, now I don't have the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I already said it, but there's multiple scenes where Denise Richards looks like Beavis and or Butthead yes. with her hair up. And yeah, it's it's that '90s that '90s look. Just pulled hair pulled back, but also poofy on top. Yeah, you're just like. Man, you you look like an idiot. It's all right, man. We also look like the idiots, dude. It was the oh, yeah. '90s. Yeah, we yeah. were pieces of shit. Oh yeah, we were. I still am. <sighs> they go ahead. I, Buenos Aires, dude. I'm gonna miss it, man. Oh yeah, it's, it's completely. It was the most beautiful place in the world. Yep. For we already said it, our favorite pastime. Big greasy asses, dude. Yep. And oh, now I they're know. gone. I Think about the losses that day, dude, of those gigantic booties. Yeah, and so many days, asses. Dude, just, just gone. 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 In, a, in, a, in a second. I know. For I what? Know. Bugs? Bugs? The only Shot. good bug's a dead bug. <laughs> the only good bug's a dead bug. The news report. They're going to war, dude. The news report. I love the the fucking vibrato or whatever the the bravado the bravado of it dude the countdown to victory they're yeah. going dude it yeah. is going to happen dude that's pretty great dude yeah. countdown to victory man and they're gonna go and they're gonna do it there's no way that a hundred thousand are gonna die in an hour there's no way when I, you know I don't know jack shit about anything military uh, I think it's been established yeah. I don't know anything about war uh. I do have enough common sense, though, to 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 know in my heart that it would be impossible for any offensive to be successful if you number one had no research, no recon at all, like on your enemy. Yeah, you're dropped into their land, 
they outnumber you a hundred to one, and you have a weapon that's essentially like a plastic spork. Yeah, you know, against anything they have that they're bringing to the table, and uh, I just I I saw that and I was like, well, they would have dropped bombs. Yeah, first they Be- talk about nukes so much in this movie. Yes, and they. Like barely use them. Yeah. Are they a hot commodity? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, in the future, it's really hard. Even though they're tiny and handheld yeah. and like super easy to get, yeah. I guess. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's expensive. That's expensive. I'm not giving you that shit. Yeah, it makes no sense because then when yeah, a hundred thousand die in five seconds, or the first hour or whatever. Yeah. Then they're like, all right, we're gonna bring you guys back in full retreat, and then uh, I think what we're gonna do is yeah, we're gonna fly fighter yeah. jets and they're gonna drop a bunch of bombs and then you guys can go in. It's like, isn't that standard? Yeah. Anytime you're deploying didn't we do that like in the World War Ones? Yeah. Like we did that shit. We would have learned, you know? I don't I don't understand what's happened to our military intelligence. Cause even like right now in like twenty twenty, like twenty twenty two, you know, the big thing that we use is like drone strikes. Like why oh, yeah. are they doing that? In the future, like, what the fuck has happened? Like, they're just like... Well, that's the thing. Drones didn't exist back then when this was written, and they couldn't imagine anything like that. Yeah. They went real big, real crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love w- weird, like, pulp sci-fi novels and stuff from, like, the 70s and yeah. and earlier. And in some respects, they, like, hit, th- they hit it out of the park, like, coming up with, like, crazy wild technology. But, like, basic stuff that we have every day, like drones, I don't think anyone had drones yeah like they didn't you know think a good call yeah a little all. yeah you know what? good call good call man thanks dude i appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so the scene when when diz and and uh johnny have sex i i absolutely agree with you i think that they called action she jumps in and like he rips off his shirt, she licks his nipple and like bites it hard, like so she, hard. She's like, there's just saliva and shit all over yeah. his like nipple, and it's like, yo, like what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah. I was watching his face to see if he like reacted to oh. like, hey, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> like that we're we're shooting a movie here. He reacts like, oh, we are gonna fuck right now. Yeah, like, he's like on board. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is like, okay, well, uh, this is happening. Hey, Paul. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you uh, put in the special tape? Like this is gonna be only <laughs> this is only gonna be mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's just record for me on this just, one. Let's get the rest of the crew out of here. Policy, you stay. <laughs> Please do. He's like, yo, I'm a fucking bug. <laughs> I'm a fucking bug. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck like a bug was gonna kill you. Yo, <laughs> think about that. Uh, it goes. To, yeah, it goes from like full porno to then like somehow sexier when she's like hidden under his thing yeah and, like iron sides is like who's in there with, who's you? In there with you which is pretty funny because yeah. he's like i want to see if it's a girl yeah you know because that's what it's really about he's, like a, big, really about. he's a big homophobe <laughs> he really is jake Busey fucking in there yeah is jake Busey? his ass isn't as good as the other one <laughs> yeah Did you see his butthole uh <laughs> but yeah but then when he goes you know iron sides the man when he sees Yo. diz and he's like Make it twenty. Make it twenty. And then Rico with the fucking line of the movie when she she looks at him like twenty. That's not enough time. She looks over at him. He's like, I can do twenty. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> he's we, like, we, Hey, I'm a man. Um, three minutes. We we've all been there. Dude. <laughs> yeah. We hey, we could do this. Dude. Yeah. Don't worry. 
I can get there. I don't yeah. think I can get you there. But I think she's I already going to get there. I think she's going to be there. Yeah. She's going to get there. She's, she, in her mind, she's ramped up. She's, she's basically there, dude. Yeah, she's in the yeah, right yeah. thing. Uh, we skipped over a couple of notes. I'm going to jump back a second. Just oh, sorry. I think it's, Go ahead. They say the line, and my wife says to me, and, and, and I realize it's the truth. There's probably not a line in any movie that I say as much as I say this line. And I say it about everything. Someone fucking cuts me off in you know a parking lot. Someone fucking takes my card at the supermarket. I look at them and I look them in the fucking eyes and I say to them, you got something to say about the mobile infantry? <laughs> and Jen is like, is that what this is fucking from? And I'm like, yeah, we've seen this again. She's like, I don't remember this shit. Like, yeah, that's why I say it all the time. And I, I think I say it to my son all the time. He'll fucking hit me with like a, I don't know, a Lego or something. I'm just like, you got something to say about the mobile infantry? <laughs> you want to go? You don't talk smack about the mobile infantry. Don't guys. fucking do it, you guys. Don't. And then, and then after that, dude, did you see that uh, they got the tattoos? Um, and it says, uh, oh, what they're, they're chanting or whatever. It says like, kill them all or whatever. Did you see that? That's where Dave Mustaine got the name of that fucking album. <laughs> it was from from this movie, dude. When they ki- say kill, kill them, them all. all, he went, "Oh fuck, I'm Dave Mustaine. I'm gonna fucking make that a, a hello song. me. I've got an idea. I got an idea. It's 1993 <laughs> or whatever, but I'm gonna go back to 1982. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? No, they're, he's... They're, they're new. They're a new band. Their new band is called Kill Them All. No, they're they're a new. This was their first album, and it came out in 1997. Oh, uh, Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine's uh, metal, 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 metal men. Metalaka. Metalaka. There yeah. it is. Um, yeah. He, so their new band, their their second album just came out. You haven't seen the Stranger Things shit? Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. The Puppet yeah. Master song. Puppet, Puppet Kings. Puppers, yeah. puppers. I'm gonna pop on the pups on the top of the mountain. <laughs> Yeah, dude, everybody knows it. Anyway. You don't need to sing it. You're just embarrassing Anyway, yourself. so kill them all. That's where Dave Mustaine got this from. <laughs> I'm glad we got that note in. <laughs> I think it's so cool that they put Rico inside the Luke Skywalker uh, tube <laughs> after he's, uh, you know gets all fucked up on Clendathu. Yeah, I mean, and he dies. I think it's fucking really cool that they decide to give him a fucking leg vagina, dude. That is fucking progressive <laughs> right there, dude. His lady broke up with him and it's just like, hey, go fuck yourself. And he's like, with this, I will. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it's in an awkward place, but I think I can make it work. <laughs> uh, yeah. Th- th- that whole thing is nuts because it's like, why him? Yeah. Like, he's just some grunt. Also, okay, I get that the, the things like, you know, mandible or whatever, like <laughs> ripped a hole into his leg. Okay, I get that. But clearly, a bunch of bugs are coming to eat him at yeah. the end. He would have been ripped to shreds. Dude, he would have been ripped. Well, Ratchet came and saved him. That's what they say. Oh, That's Rad- what they say. Ratchet. Where's that scene, dude? Ratchet f- coming down on a fucking rope and like one arm grabbing him. And yeah. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. Ratchet. Yeah, with the same shitty gun that yeah. everyone else has. So, But there were like hundreds of bugs coming. In, in all honesty, knowing Ratchet's thing about, I expect you to do the same for me. He would have just shot Rico at the fucking heart. He would have just shot him. There's no saving him. He would have said, like, oh, from 100 yards away, let me just blast Rico's face. (laughs) It's fine. It's cool. I expect you to do it for me. I think he was going to be okay. Yeah, he's probably fine, dude. (laughs) The bugs actually turned around and went to go get lunch. 
dude, that's another thing, dude. Like the way if you're ever stabbed, I've learned this from TikTok. <laughs> okay. They do this with balloons. Like you get stabbed and they put the pencil through the balloon and it doesn't leak. It leaks a little bit, but it's all sealed. As soon as you take that pencil out, everything's coming out. Yeah. If you get stabbed in the leg with a giant fucking claw thing, you gotta just leave that in there, dude. That's a giant hole. That's a you are yeah. gonna you. How he doesn't bleed out immediately is beyond me. It it just didn't it didn't hit that uh, artery on the inside of the thigh. Oh, if is it, that what it was? If it would have done that. He would have been a goner. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. He does that when when Diz dies. Yeah. It's Every like, time I do it, I just don't pull it out. Yeah, don't pull it out, dude. He pulls it out, and then a fountain of blood comes yeah. out of her, and it's like. Ah! <laughs> yeah. The way she dies, dude. It's the that's that was my next note is like you have Michael Ironside and then Diz in like the one two punch. It's legitimately sad. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. And what she say? At least I got to have you. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilariously great. I yeah. love that because like she's she's clearly like having a rough go right here, and and she bears her soul. At least I got to have you. Yeah. It's like, hey, life is good. It's okay. It was great. You got the and bang, Casper like, Van Dien. Yeah. Yeah, and then that. Like, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck is this chick doing? Come on, apes. Do you want to live forever? Every fucking line in this movie is the title of a badass hardcore song, dude. Yeah. I swear to God. Dude. Yeah, that is just true. Just be like, just the fucking drums are. Name his next fucking song is. Come on, apes, you want to live for fucking ever? Open up the fucking pit. And then just people going fucking crazy, dude. Absolutely. Every fucking song, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Anyway, uh, guys, listen out for our fucking uh, uh, new album coming out. Uh, it's called uh, The Only Good Bug is a Dead Bug. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Gabe are starting a hardcore band. It's going to be great. Yeah, the band is called Rico's Roughnecks. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're an all-star ship trooper hardcore. <laughs> I could get involved yeah. in that. I definitely could. Our drummer's gonna be dressed like an SS soldier. He's gonna be really weird about it. Like, yeah. I don't know. But he's gonna send a bunch of ferrets to bite everyone in the nuts. Um, man, they so easily blow up gigantic bugs with grenades. Why don't they use more grenades? Why don't they use more grenades, dude? <laughs> they don't use enough grenades or enough fucking nukes. No, like they don't. It's like just do that. Just One grenade that. takes out like a giant thing or like a hundred little things. Yeah. Like just use those. Use, they have them now. Like what are they? Uh, like mortarmen and shit. Like yeah. they launch them. Yeah. Do that shit when all the fucking bugs are running at you. Yeah. Exactly. So, they forgot. Yeah. They, they were all too busy with the totalitarianism and shit, like the fascism, that they fucking forgot <laughs> stuff that was around during World War One. Yeah. 90% of boot camp was friendship pledges. Yeah. So they just, they missed those. Those were valuable classes they missed because they were too busy pledging to be friends forever. Um, So Radchek falls into the hole. Yeah. He gets chewed. Yeah. They pull him out. Homeboy's already missing an arm. Yeah. It's just the legs, dude, like the knees. He's going to live. Like they got him out. Hey, dude, you, nothing vital's hurt. You already yeah. have the robot arm. Yeah. We could do it. Dude just doesn't want to be like any more like of a burden like on society or have like different yeah. legs or everything. He doesn't yeah. want that desk job. No. He would rather be shot on the field yeah. than have to go back and work behind a desk. He's, He's like, like, leave me this. here. Fuck this. I know. I thought he the same thing. He was going to live. <clears throat> I thought the same thing. I was like, those are just his legs. Yeah. They just cauterize the wound. You He'll know what you got to do, Rico. You got it, sir. <laughs> no, I meant fucking give me the fucking thing. Yeah, I, I meant wrap my legs. <laughs> 
fucking tourniquet. Yeah, come on, man. Boot camp 101, you dumb son of a bitch. Come on, you piece of shit, idiot. You just wanted to make it Rico's Roughneck. I know, that's all. It just has a better ring to it. It really does. Uh, Man, war is pure chaos. It's a miracle that anyone survives when you're like in the shit. But how is saddle up a universal command that <laughs> every soldier understands? Like, it's insane. There's thousands of troops and they're all firing guns wildly bugs are coming from all angles as soon as someone in command yells saddle up they're all like we got this we got this we know what's up dude i would be such a bad soldier again ladies and gentlemen our service men and service women i legitimately am in awe of you i just i couldn't i mean if things were like peaceful and everything's fine and they're like hey all of us need to go over here I'd still fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd like drop my gun or I'd be like, oh man, I ate like something a little too greasy. Can I have 10 minutes to just go take a dump behind that tree? No, I couldn't do it. You you would have been the guy that like my brother would have talked about like fucking this guy's fucking it up for all of us. And now we got to fucking run another four miles. Oh yeah. Because fucking Martinez is over here yeah. fucking shitting behind a tree again. Yeah. Like we're going to get him with fucking bars of soap tonight. Exactly. Yeah. Like the, the, the boot camp, the boot camp, dude, camp that, that would have been man. He would have been like, Oh, well, Martinez again. He said some weird thing about Victorian dresses. Uh, <laughs> so you all have to go hold your head underwater for an hour. Yeah, I, I would have been like, oh, sorry, guys. Oh, he apologized like a real piece of shit. You all have to go run eight miles. Yeah, everyone just go eat fucking four pounds of pure mud. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Martinez. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I want to tell you an interesting fact about Franz List. <laughs> uh, Dizzy is the only person in the history of the mobile infantry to get a fucking burial. As the only reason it is is because she was banging fucking Rico. Yeah, that the is day true. before. That is He's true. He's like, we gotta, we gotta honor her subway. Like, hey, what about everybody else? <laughs> hey, I don't know what their ass tastes like. <laughs> I know hers. <laughs> Top notch. Yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> like, you guys don't understand. We put the little like pad thing in the coffin, even though she doesn't need it, because number one, that ass is a work of art. Number <laughs> yeah. two tasted great number three <laughs> licks a nipple like no one i've ever had my nipples licked by it's never gonna change i will never stop thinking about that <laughs> yeah, my, my nips my are hard right now it's like sir we see yeah and you're, you're coming through your full armor or body armor <laughs> i feel like batman <laughs> see batman yeah. had the nipples and he did in the good one the anyway. good one. thank you dude real quick before that budget rob Lowe, xander did you catch I got on the next rewatch of this. I'm gonna count them. Ninety percent of this guy's fucking lines are him counting down. Like that's all <laughs> this guy does is just he counts down from five. That's his lines. I bet half of his lines in this movie are just him going five, four, three, or one, two. Ready, steady, go. Like that is true. Dude, I'm all he, about it. Like, all he does is count in this movie. Like, <laughs> they're like Paul Bearhome is like, I love this guy. He can count. He can he counts all the best numbers. He's one, so good. Two, He's so three. good at my favorite numbers. He's so good at he using can do all it the backwards numbers. and yeah. front. It's amazing. This guy's incredible. Everyone's just like Paul. What the fuck are you? Like most children can do that. Yeah, I've like, never seen it. Yeah. I've do it again. It. Do yeah. it again in this scene. What? Yeah. I don't think that makes sense. Do it. Yeah. I'm a fucking bug. <laughs> Count back from five, cause I'm gonna kill you. Five. I'm four. a bug. <laughs> if I could dress like a like a little like ladybug with like silly antenna and stuff and like scream at people, that's what I would do. 
<laughs> That's what I would do. That's all I want to do now. Dude, the brain bug. I don't think. I know so, actually. I don't. I don't eat a steak and then I know <laughs> how to fucking graze on the field or whatever the cow's doing. This bug, if you just ate the brain, you're not going to. That's not how this works, dude. Like, that's not how you get information. You're not, the fucking. Indiana Jones, when he eats that fucking monkey braided shit, he's not fucking knowing how to swing from the tree. <laughs> Wait a minute. He does. does. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're not eating steaks made out of brain. Oh, shit, dude. If you you're did, right. you'd know. Fuck, man. What kind of Mexican are you? You don't have sesos? Dude. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, for like three of you, you're going to love that. Uh, yeah, no, it's silly. It's yeah. silly ridiculous. But um, I also thought it was interesting that the brain bug is just like a pulsating vagina. Oh, yeah. With like a dick that comes out and sucks knowledge from everybody. Knowledge. It's just like, yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, also, the disgusting. <laughs> so disgusting. But yeah, I don't know that, why I feel so bad for that bug when his brain sucker gets cut off. Oh, yeah. What's he going to do now? Yeah, exactly. He's this, a brain bug. Now he's just a bug. Yeah. Well, no, he still has an amazing brain. It's like uh, that Dave Mustaine song where uh, "Kill 'Em All." No, uh, one. Oh yeah, darkness imprisoning me. I cannot see. I'm a big bug. I'm a fucking bug. I'm a bug. Bug. You gonna cut my proboscis off? I'm a bug. I love the bass on that album. Man, it's so good. Anyway, yeah. Giving a nuke to a dying man is foolish. I thought about Miles Dyson in Terminator yeah. 2. It's like, it. I get that it could save your ass. Like, you're giving it to him. He's going to die anyway. It's a heroic thing or whatever. Dude could die any second. Like, yeah. in all likelihood, you give him the nuke and you're like, all right, man, we're going to remember this sacrifice. Take two steps and he just <laughs> he <laughs> dies. And you, you're dead. You're dead. You're all dead. You'd be better at being like, hey, you, you are a hero, but... I'm just going to throw this instead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to press the detonator and throw it as far as I can. Yeah. Because I trust that more than I trust you who's bleeding out. You're right bleeding now. out. This could yeah. happen any moment. Yeah. It just seems like a bad idea. It really does. But he's just trying to kill some bugs, sir. <laughs> yeah. That reminds get... me. The the Miles Dyson thing. Have you seen the meep? Like, yeah, I mean, you know the Miles Dyson thing. He's holding yeah, on to the, the thing. Yeah, Terminator 2. Yeah. And he's going like... <laughs> <laughs> And he lets it go and it Click. blows up. <laughs> and uh, there was some sort of meme that was like, uh, like when your girls <laughs> riding you too hard. <laughs> like that was the <laughs> That's thing. That's a good one. It's so funny. It's just, I mean, listen, guys, this is me literally talking about a meme from like <laughs> tell eight me, years ago. Tell me about a picture, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. I, I love memes, dude. I'll put it on the I'll put it on the Instagram. Please do. Please do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zim catches the brain bug. Super awesome. How? How? Dude, I've thought, How? Of, I've thought about it every fucking day. Every morning I wake up. <laughs> every morning you Every wake morning up. I wake up, the very first thought that pops into my head is, how the fuck did Zim catch the brain bug? It's not, How? I'm not even going to lie. I don't think about my family first. I don't think about anything. I think about Zim and that fucking, did he lasso it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to him. Yeah. Where'd all the other bugs go that were protecting yeah. it? Was he taking a piss? He was in the bathroom. He was taking a piss. The brain bug pops up because it's like, ah, my proboscis. Yeah. He fucking turned around and Zim was right there. Ha! And he just fucking like got him. Yeah. He just jumped on it. 
Yeah, how? How? He's like, the bug is like perfectly netted and everything like that. They didn't even know it was a thing until yeah. like five minutes before that. So in the in the in the interim where like one end of the tunnel is nuked and blows up to them walking out and celebration because Zim got it. I go ahead. I put it together. I think I've got it. All right. You I've tell me what how Have did he you do it? I do this. Have you ever hurt yourself in front of your loved ones? Oh, I hurt my foot. Yeah. And you're mad and you're just like, you know what? I'm mad. I'm gonna say something or do something in front of my kids. I need a moment. And you go around the corner and you're just like Fuck my foot. I fucked up my foot. Yeah. This dude just got his fucking brain sucker cut off. He's mad. So he told all the other bugs, <laughs> get the fuck away from me, you guys. Yeah. I'm going to say something I'm going to regret. I love you guys. Yeah. We're all bug family. Give me a fucking minute. So he goes around the corner <laughs> and he's just there like, my fucking brain sucker, dude. I yeah. can't fucking. What am I going to do? Yeah. What am I. Uh, I can't read is... the enemy's mind. Oh my gosh. They're going to replace me. They're going to replace me. You know what? I'll figure it out tomorrow. I'm going to get through today. We're going to do it. You know what? Things aren't that bad. Turns around. Zim's Zim. there. Ha <laughs> 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 He gets him. He gets him. He yeah. fucking lasses his ass. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck my family. They're not here. I told him to take a walk. I'm fucked. And then he just pulls his ass out. And then Zim just pulls him because yeah. he's got the strength of 100 brain bugs. <laughs> yeah. That's, that has to be how it is. There's no other explanation. You know, I had a theory, and it pales in comparison to that one. You did it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. The, the bug was... He's like, hey, I love you guys. I just need a minute. I don't want to say something I'm going to regret. I don't want to call you a bunch of fucking bugs. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. We've all been there, man. You stub your toe. You don't want to cuss in front of your kid yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I know. Everyone, just back away from Papa. Just leave him. Just leave I just him. just lost my brain. Sucker. I'm just going to close the door real quick. You guys hang out. And then all the bugs in the other room, they're like, oh, man. What are we gonna do? Gary lost his brain sucker, and everyone's like, "Hey, he's still like our best friend. Yeah, like, he's done all this good he's stuff." He's still for us. the brain. Yeah, he's still way smarter than us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at Jerry over there, like taking a <laughs> shit behind a tree. Hey, what's going on? What's up? I'm a fucking, fucking bug. bug. <laughs> I'm a fucking bug. He looks weird. Yeah, he's still family. Don't fucking talk about him yeah, that don't way. Talk about I'm him. a fucking bug. <laughs> <laughs> That's the equivalent of like you running around with your arms up in the air being like, I'm a fucking human. <laughs> which, which also is hilarious. It's equally hilarious. Oh, we love you, Paul Bear Hoban. Yeah, be on the, the fucking podcast. On the podcast, dude. At this point, come you on. You are the podcast. You are. I know. I can't wait till we do showgirls. Oh, I can't wait till we do showgirls. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's the last note I have. I mean, the only, I don't even know why I wrote it. I think it's just because it's the last line of the movie. It's just fucking service guarantees citizenship, dude. You know it. And why do we you do anything? It. Citizenship. Absolutely. You got to get it. I want to have babies. That bums me out. <laughs> <laughs> She's all dead instead. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's the movie, you guys. Gabe, we got some questions about this. We watched it. The kiddos, man. <laughs> what do you think, man? They're going to be joining up. They're going to do their part. You know, uh, knowing what it did to Ray at a young, impressionable <laughs> age, I'm going to wait till they're teenagers. There we go. But, yeah, I mean, this movie's rad. I love this movie. It's super fun. It's it's funny. It's it's crazy. The visuals are incredible. Um, and, yeah, it's I I love it. It's a, it's a great Dude. action comedy. Dude, I love so. it. So, yeah, um, I'm 100% in agreement. Yeah, I think I'm gonna wait till you know, man, at least like twelve, thirteen, just because the violence in this movie. Yeah, is the so, violence is like shocking. It is fucking crazy, and that's coming from somebody that loves 
<laughs> RoboCop, and I think yeah. it's like one of the greatest movies ever. And oh, like, yeah. that movie is rated essentially NC-17 or X or whatever it was because yeah. of the violence in it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I guess the same thing, you know? We'll let the kid watch it when he's old enough. I will let... I will let him guide my way and everything like that. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm thinking around teenage time and everything like that. And then, But I will instill in him early that we fucking hate bugs. Oh, yeah. We, we do not. The only good bug is it. Actually, no. We, we're a family. Even spiders. I get them out of the house. I do the papa thing. I grab them, put them in a cup. I fucking hate it, and I put them outside the house. Yeah. Trying to instill kindness. That's great. Oh, I fucking hate it though. I, we, there was a oh, there was a cockroach the other day. Oh no! And I fucking had to like get that out, and it was just like, oh my gosh, how did a cockroach even get into the fucking house? Yeah. <sighs> there's no there's no le- lessons in kindness with bugs. My my wife will will save. Most things except for spiders. Yeah. Spiders, if they're in our house, that's the rule. We are very vocal. We say we this is a loving household. Spiders are not welcome. You come in the house, we're gonna kill you. So we find the spiders and yeah, daddy's daddy's job is to kill the spiders. But crickets and everything else, live and let live, man. We man, let them outside. Dude, I I do it all and I hate it all because I hate bugs. Yeah. <sighs> I know. To, I'm trying to instill it. Anyway. Uh Gabe, do you have any recommendations for this week? Oh man, gosh, recommendations. Um Yeah, Andy, I have a recommendation and it is for a TV show. Uh it's only one season because it got uh it got canceled unfortunately. Oh no. But um oh it was it was made for I think it was made for uh Quibi or one of those things uh and you know, it just like went bankrupt and whatever. But you can see this entire first season of a show called Shrink. Oh, okay. It's starring Tim Baltz. Tim Baltz is uh, a great uh, improviser, comedian. Uh, I mean, really, improviser and a comedic actor, I guess. But uh, dude's incredible, and uh, he's on the Righteous Gemstones, and oh, he's shit. hilarious. Yeah. He's uh, he's like BJ on the Righteous Gemstones. He's very very funny. Uh, Shrink is his show where he it's. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's about you know a guy uh, you know getting his. Uh, license in uh whatever being a shrink i forget if it's psychiatrist or psychologist i think it's psychiatrist but uh and he's like practicing out of his parents garage but Mm. a bunch of fun stuff happens um it's hilarious and sad but mostly hilarious and tim baltz is just i love the guy and he does a great job so i recommend that it's on peacock right now nice uh you can see it i swear that it was on youtube that's when i first saw it i believe but it's on Peacock, and you can see it, you know, for free there. So check it out, dude. Lovely. We got to check that out, dude. Shrink. I'll download. I'll don't. I'll download Quibi. Yeah, do that <laughs> real quick. Um, my recommendations this week are a little, little more heavy and everything like that. But, um, I uh kind of you know in 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 kind of the what's the word I'm looking for book end of this episode and everything like that the yeah. the episode for Raymond and everything. What I wanted to do is I wanted to talk about two um, charities that uh, I, w- I recommend that you, you check out and potentially even, you know, donate your time or if you have available funds and everything. I know things are tight um, across the board and everything. But there are two um, charities that I wanted to talk about. Uh, one is called the Wounded Warrior Project. Um, it is a, uh, a charity for mental health services for, for veterans and everything, you guys. Um, one in three service members lives with PTSD 
and most of those people don't talk about it or anything like that. These are people that, you know, serve their country and everything like that. Mental health is very important, and especially, like, men. I don't know. Not not all men have a podcast where they're able to talk with their friends and talk, you know, to the world, you know, about stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's important, you guys. So, uh, Wounded Warrior Project is one charity, and then the other one is um, – uh, project called uh, Canines for Warriors, um, and it's a it's, it's a project that pairs uh, foster dogs with um, veterans and everything, service dogs with veterans, um, in uh, a goal to end veteran suicide and help out um, canines that need help as well and everything. They're they're dogs that um, work with uh, people with PTSD and traumatic brain injuries um, from the military and everything. Uh, my brother had a dog. That did did wonders for him and everything. Um, my brother used to do a, a, a um, I don't know what you call it, a challenge that he would always put on his um, Instagram and his Facebook and everything like that. Where like every and man, I don't even know what month it is. This is bad. It's in Mental Health Awareness Month, whichever month. September. September. There it is. Thank you, sir. I I, I didn't know. So he would do this thing uh, for that month. Um, one uh, every day. Uh, 22 veterans uh, killed themselves um, in America, and that's that's tragic, you know. So it's he would do 22 push-ups every day for the month of September, and then challenge his other friends and everything to to do that as well. So usually for the month of September, his whole feed would just be every day him doing 22 push-ups in a row. I don't think I can do 22 push-ups uh, in a month, um, <laughs> but you know, hats off to him for that sort of thing. And it's just about raising awareness and stuff like that. So. Those are two charities that uh, I recommend, Canines for Warriors, the Wounded Warrior Project. Um, for my brother's services and stuff as well, uh, we are collecting money um, through a GoFundMe. I will probably, if you're fine with it, probably put it on the Instagram. Yeah. And the, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm, Any funds that are left over from that are going to probably be donated um, either equally or – my brother was a big canine guy. He loved his dog, so probably a little bit more might go that way and everything. But one way or another, some money that we raise is going to go to both of those charities and everything like that. Um, I will post the link for those GoFundMes. Uh, but uh, it's if you just search for it, it's just GoFundMe. And if you type in Raymond Diaz and Andrew Diaz, you'll, you'll find that on there. You'll see pictures of me as a little kid and my brother and stuff like that. So I don't know. That's kind of what I got for recommendations on that. Yeah, the, those are... Uh it's a beautiful message, and I encourage everyone to to help out. You know, uh, at the very least, if you don't have the funds to kick in, you can you can share it. You know, yeah. and just so everyone can at the very least see it. But yeah, those are actually two amazing organizations. Um, you know, I I work with a company that actually supports the second group you talk with. Yeah. Uh, you talked about quite a bit. Cool. Um, we've 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 donated a bunch to them. That's um, that's awesome. Um, yeah, shout out to um, Aaron. Our good friend Aaron and his uh, his wife for uh, helping me out with finding good charities and everything. the The GoFundMe has been very successful and everything like that. So we want to give back with that as well. So they're both very awesome and did a lot of the legwork finding uh, trusted and good charities for this sort of stuff. Because unfortunately, guys, there's things out there where people are shady as shit and use I don't know tragic and heart loss and stuff like that to I don't know fund. I don't know. Their Twitch community. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. 
you're Nigerian gonna, princes and stuff. Yeah, you're gonna use this money for Raymond services, and then what's yeah. left over, you're gonna use it to go to these organizations. Exactly, yeah. and that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I so. think it was a good thing and everything like that, and yeah, or just raise awareness. Do try to do 22 push-ups or whatever. Yeah, even for those of you that aren't service men or women just you know hey it's it's never a bad idea to pick up the phone and call a friend it's never a bad yeah. idea to check in on a loved one and make sure everybody's good because you know uh, you never know yeah. life is tough man life is tough and that's the thing too like with with ray we we were super tight like we we had a we I don't know, it's, it's weird to talk about him in the past tense still but like we had a really great relationship and we talked constantly he was a very open book, a very vocal person about everything that he fought through and all his struggles and stuff. And I think that's, and a lot of, a lot of his company and stuff, his, his uh, friends on his, um, that he served with, like, that's something that's with his, with his passing. It's just so tragic because he was so, <clears throat> he was so vocal and open about all this stuff, all this trouble that he, that he went through and his personal stuff and even then for it to still kind of lead to this you just never know man it's just you're good one day and not like you said reach out to people and you know just just see how they're doing you know just text people talk to people call them facetime them you know do all that sort of stuff it's, it's good stuff yeah take amen. the time amen yeah. andy take the time all right. All well, right. Uh, let's let's get us out of this one. Let's do okay? it, guy. Uh, uh, follow us on all the things. We're, you know where to we're find who us. Who let you pod? Until uh, next time. Until next wait, time. Yeah. Wrap this one yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't have anything planned. I'm just gonna do it off the cuff. Um. This is Andy and Gabe reminding you guys to always to women. No, to never. I haven't done one of these in a while. <laughs> this is Andy and Gabe reminding you to never ever watch anything in front of a child guys never watch anything in front of a child unless it's a group unless it's a movie about a group of friends that are going away from high school and you know what let's just promise that we're always going to be friends you guys always always, always going to be friends no matter what the bugs throw at us <laughs> all amen. right amen amen right. you guys <laughs> all right see you in space ray bye good night You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician.